What's going on, y'all? Welcome to NCAST. I'm one of your co-hosts, Prince Ayo, and you have... Brian here, as always. Hey. Welcome back. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, another recording, another episode, and uh, we have something pretty important to share with y'all today, but before we get into that, I think it's uh, within our tradition to ask what's going on with each other's lives within the past week, so... Prince, you'll you'll start. Be honest. For the past like month, I felt like I've just been going through like a struggle. But today, I'm genuinely like, what's the word I'm looking for? I found like my my balance, not zen, but like, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess happy, but like, it's a better word for it. I'm just gonna use happy for right now, for time's sake. But I found my smile yeah. again. I'm happy because like, I got a new opportunity today. I just came from this uh, job site that uh, helped me with more income coming in to my life. Uh, yeah, I'm just just happy. Uh, because like, I'm happy. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I, I, know, I haven't felt this way in a, in a while just because, um, like I said, a couple months I've just been going through like the shit show, but... Now I can generally say, like, yeah, moving forward, it's nothing but pure, like, zen and happiness. <laughs> that's, all, that's all a part of this roller coaster of life. You know? I mean, it may, I may have another downfall or whatever, but, like, at the same time, like, right now, this moment, while we're potting, while we're potting, I feel good. Yeah, hey, man. You gotta and embrace I'm it. You I'm gotta just, embrace it. I'm grateful. Like, I'm just grateful that... I understand that life is going to have its ups and downs, and <laughs> yeah. So let me switch that question back to you, Brian. How about you? How have you been? Within the past week, yeah. uh, nothing too much, although yesterday... I was just about to talk about that. Go yeah, ahead. so yesterday, as you may have remembered from the last time we talked, I was talking about how I was going to start streaming my Korean uh, study sessions live, and yesterday was the first day I actually did that. Um, my stream didn't have any, like, you know, special effects or cool features. I just wanted, you know... Just, just get your feet wet. Yeah, get my feet wet, yeah. hit that stream button, you know, and just kind of test things out, play around some things. I've already got some ideas for the next time I start streaming, but, uh, overall, uh, it was a nice experience. I had uh, a few friends join me, along with some other people that may have uh, followed my link that I posted on Twitter, um... FYI, if you're not following me on Twitter, that's Brian Lives Life. That's B R I A N L I V E S L I F E. Anyway, yeah. So um, it was a it was a nice time. I uh, played some jamming music uh, for like background music and stuff. Yeah, just yeah. to help you know, help me focus. You yeah, know, I streamed I streamed for about uh, like an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Before yeah. going to sleep, and it was cool. That's was a cool. that's like. A good setting, because I, I notice, like, when I go on live on any, like, platform, whether it's Instagram or uh, a TikTok or anything like that, like, when you don't have background music, it just seems a little awkward. Even though you're engaging with the people who are, like, going online and stuff like that, it's just, like, you want to have, like, a certain setting. Like, people like listening yeah. to music. They don't just want to look at you. Or, yeah. like, interact it, with, like, a game or some, like, yeah. learning a new language or something. Yeah, and it, and it feels like the dead air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can definitely feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I noticed, because, like... I first started, and you know, I was just in the middle of setting things up. I was like, "Yeah, I really need to get some music on." Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's for you too. Like, 
sometimes with that quiet, quiet awkwardness, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm kind of bored, so I'm going to log off. Like, at least if music's <laughs> on, like, and people start engaging, like, you got a lot going on. Yeah. It creates an atmosphere. Yeah. Like a positive set, atmosphere. Yeah, it sets the vibe, definitely. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like, especially with the audio. Now, in the future, I definitely want to feed into that vibe of more on the visual, visual side. Mm-hmm. Maybe get some cool lights in the background, or maybe get, invest in, like, a like a personal, like, kind of green screen, you know, the joints that kind of, like, fold, mm-hmm. that are kind of like a, like, it's hard to explain, but you know what I'm just trying to say, like, they're, like, these tall things that, like, have, like, these folds that you can just, that just covers, like, the field of view for just, like, your webcam, mm-hmm. and then you can use that as, like, your background that you can do some special effects in. I might invest in that. We'll see. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, it's it's a fun time. Um and I can't wait to get back to it, possibly next weekend. Nice, nice. Well, since we're talking about positive atmosphere and creating a vibe, let's just segue into the topic today. So today's topic is going to be about self-care. Mm. Yeah, so that's why we were checking in on each other, making sure we were doing well, checking in on each other's self-care. But um, what about self-care we're going to talk about, Brian, today? Just, this actually, Ryan's actually leading this one because he's the one who came up with this topic. So. Yeah, um, because I feel like it was a natural pro- progression from last week's topic where we were talking about uh, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we're, you know, on the sort of general topic of, you know, recognizing oneself, I thought that, you know, it'd be right for us to talk about, you know, care, health. As you may know, health is wealth. Being yeah. at, like taking care of yourself is a very part, very important part of you know the process of living, and uh, for me personally, um, I feel like it's just crucial because in this day and age with all of this media surrounding us, all like these uh, struggles in life, you know the ups and downs, it's extremely important that you know, we take time out of our day to really focus on us on like a health sort of level. So when I say that, I'm talking about mental health and physical health. Um, so exercising, like going on like a daily walk. Let's, let's start with mental health first. Mental health? Okay, okay. And then we'll go to physical health. No, excuse, excuse me. Let's start with physical health first, and then we'll go to mental okay, health. Because okay. I, I really want to dive deep into mental health. Okay, okay. So we'll go with physical health first. And you were saying exercising. Yeah, so exercising. And when I say exercise, you don't have to hit the gym hard with lifting weights and stuff like that. I yeah. was actually talking to a friend earlier today and like honestly, as long as you get like I don't know, a good walk in, you know, get the blood on, pumping, get the blood pumping, work on your, you know, your cardio health and you know, eat well, like that that goes a long 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 way. Yeah, it does. And uh improving your overall health. Um specifically with walks, like it's not only just, you know, for your cardio health, but it's also like nice to just kind of to really like take time out of your day to just you know step away from whatever you're working on whether it be like school work 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 or some other kind of side project that you assign to yourself and just going outside and like going on a walk you know going somewhere but also just to dive a little bit deeper into that abs are made in the gym so the food you consume is actually more important than you just exercising there's plenty of people who are in the gym all the time, and they realize they're not getting the results they want. You said abs are made in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Yeah, you said gym it, first. I'm well, just, I'm sorry. Correct. No, you're right. You're right. Abs <laughs> are made in the kitchen. Yeah, you're exactly right. Abs are made in the kitchen. So, like, you just going to the gym without actually consuming the right food, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, 
yeah, you're doing part of the work. It's like 30%. Mm-hmm. Like the 70% of the results you actually want is by the food you consume, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. very important. Yeah, like watching like the calorie count that you're eating because calories are really important because, mm-hmm. you know, what calories essentially are is they're like energy that we give ourselves that we consume through food. And if you, you know, you overconsume on calories, you're basically consuming more calories than you actually use throughout your day. And like those calories go to waste and basically, you know, I'm not a scientist, but it basically, like, results in, you know, you gaining weight on your body because, like, it's just, like, calories that are just stored. Um, well, it's not that. Well, we live in America, and, like, <laughs> we're advertised, like, to eat a lot of fast food. And a lot of fast food has oils in it, sugar, mm-hmm. which you just don't need, ex- excessive fat in it that you just don't need. Like, I just saw this advertising for uh, KFC. It was chicken and a glazed donut. Oh, my and the God, same, that's so disgusting. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, what are you trying to do to us? Like, <laughs> why are you advertising this to us, knowing that America has, like, an issue with, like, eating food, fast food excessively? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're always on the go. So it's just like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. help. Oh, God, that, oh, the donuts. Yeah, th- does oh. that make sense? Does that make sense at all? Like, <laughs> that is literally just grease and, grease and sugar. Like, you don't need that. But, like, they advertise it to us and try to make it look good. And it's just like, you're not even being creative. You're just insulting people's, like, intelligence, acting like that's not going to make them fatter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, God, it's so disgusting. Yeah, oh. it's, it's, yeah. But, um, yeah, what you eat is basically your results. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, obviously, you have to work out because, Eating just like seventy percent of it, but that's a big percentage. Yeah, it's a yeah. very big percentage. And we say eating right, not just like avoiding like the trashy food, but also you know going out where you consume like more like healthy food. You know, a lot of people really don't like eat their vegetables like they should. Well, I'm gonna I'm not even gonna touch this subject with eating food on the surface because it goes really into detail because everybody's body's different. Yes, that you is get true. what I'm saying. So yeah. I can't like just be like, there's a. You just eat fruit and it'll be good. You just mm-hmm. eat, you know what I mean? Like everybody's body's different. Mm-hmm. They digest the food differently. So it's really on you to figure out what works for you and how you digest the food and getting the results mm-hmm. you want. So you mm-hmm. have to do your due, due diligence mm-hmm. to get the results you want. Yeah. But like what I'm saying is that uh, there's still like necessary nutrients that all yeah. of our bodies need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have like to like fruits, mix. Yeah. Like certain carbohydrates, good fats. You know, it's like, those are the basics, but it's like also how your body reacts to it because mm-hmm. everybody's different. Yeah, everybody's different. Sometimes you have like food allergies. Like for yeah. me personally, like I'm allergic to soy. Mm. Like um, soy kind of makes like my throat itchy. Now if I consume a lot of it, it like kind of really messes up with my body. And because of that, it's like extremely difficult, if not impossible for me to go on like a vegan based, like a strictly plant based diet because mm. soy is such like a cornerstone in a lot of vegan dishes. So um that's why like i wanted to do uh, a fully plant-based diet but i just couldn't because uh i'm allergic to soy so <laughs> i had to reintroduce uh some things back into my diet that uh, i originally wanted to cut out um but uh moving forward from diet but still sticking to like that physical health well uh, before we move forward food the food you eat actually affects your mental health so it's a yeah. good segue that's what that's what i was saying i want to start with food and, like, you eating a lot of, like, greasy food and, and fast food and stuff like that actually affects your mental health, to believe it or not. Because you don't feel good about yourself and it won't motivate you to go to the gym because all that sugar that's trying to break down in your system, it's, it's just, it doesn't give you enough energy, good energy, 
to go uh, exert in the gym, you know? Mm -hmm. But before we dive head deep into, like, the mental health aspect of it, there was one oh, other part I'm still, of I'm still on mental, but, yeah, go ahead. I mean, uh, f uh, physical health, but, yeah. But um, I also wanted to talk about another part of physical health. And this also kind of also relates to mental health. Depending well, on we're segueing way. into it, so yeah. go ahead. Um, and that's uh, drug use. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... As with every, like, young generation, and also old generation, um, there's always, like, the issue with drug use, you know, drug abuse. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about, like, the hard drugs, like heroin, cocaine, uh, meth. But I'm also talking about, like, cigarettes, alcohol, um, even marijuana in some cases. Okay. In some cases. Uh, marijuana's not terrible, but uh, it's just that uh, it, not it's not that marijuana itself is bad. It's just like sometimes it can create, like habits in your like daily life that yeah. can be kind of detrimental to your health yeah. that aren't like directly related to marijuana itself but uh i digress that's to um, each his own but yes yeah. it does but mm -hmm. like alcohol is a depressant yeah so it's like you gotta understand like if you take it with moderation being social with it that's good but like you over consume it mm -hmm. it's gonna have like negative effects on your body yeah you know and you your mental that, health yeah is if you use it as like a crutch as you like if you use alcohol as a way to like kind of deal with your own personal emotions rather than like more no that's not that's not treat our audience like they're idiots like they obviously know that but like it's still like important to like advocate well you say it. you obviously know that but like I, yeah, I yeah, yeah i'm not gonna lie to you like there's a lot of people that you know think it's fine to like you know, drink away their problems. Like they really. But they don't. use it. Like you said it yourself. Like they use it as a crutch. Yeah. So. It, yeah, mean. it's like a crutch. Um, and uh, yeah. So what? Let me ask you a question, right? But, what leads to somebody to really like look towards like drug abuse as a way to kind of deal with their daily life problems? I mean, many variables and factors. Yeah, think about it, like life's. Brian, like, you get in the real world, I know you're still in school and stuff, but when you get in the real world, it's not, like, sunshine and butterflies and everybody's nice and stuff. Like, especially in America, in a first world country, everybody's getting to that money. Like, let's just be real. Everybody's trying to get to that money. They're trying to make sure they're getting to it because they either have a family or they have goals that they want to achieve or they want to travel. There's many different reasons. And it's really, there's money out there, but it's not easy to obtain. And some people just can't get as much money as they want and it's it, it's a big stressor that's just i think that's the number one reason that becomes like a big stressor and people use it as like a way to like handle that stress with alcohol but you say like in the real world outside of school but like in school a lot of people use drugs school all right so going back to school making sure you excel in school you're some a lot of people's parents are paying for school they're paying on their own they can't fail out just stress i guess before money it's more so stress Stress, um, a lot of people don't know how to handle stress, so their outlet will either be drug abuse or, or I mean, that's not the positive drug, uh, way to handle it. They can probably go exercise, but sometimes exercise is not enough. And then when they, in school, you know, it's known for like partying and stuff like that. Maybe not your school, but like a lot of people go to school, they want to network, and part of the social environment is partying. And, and once you get up, yeah, yeah. Once, you get, once you get your foot in that door, and you get outside of a uh, partying, and then you have stress, and you remember the good times. Sometimes people use that drug abuse when they had that euphoria of like being stress free. They'll they'll use they'll turn to it. I mean, there's different variables. That's just an example, but like I've seen that happen before. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I'm just going off personal experience. Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's just it's just something that helps relieve the stress. Like stress is really hard to handle. A lot of people don't handle stress the same way. Like I said, everybody's body's different. Everybody mm-hmm. goes through different like stages in life. Yeah, so like people have like different sort of like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um what's like that what they describe like something like traumatized. Yeah. Like people have different moments of like traumatization, um, and that deeply affects how they kinda deal with stress and depression. So yeah, I, I, I definitely get that. Yeah. I mean, and we're not sitting here, like, sitting on the pedestal. Like, we both have stress, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Stress know, is I a drink. natural part of life. I drink. I'm, like, winning off of, like, doing other drugs just because, like, I'm an adult and I'm trying to face, like, my, my reality and stuff. But um, are you done with this topic? Because I really want to get to mental health, but, like, I want to stay with the physical health. Because um, what, what I'm going to say next is going to go towards mental health, and I don't want people sure, to Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. Um. But yeah, like dealing with stress, that's going to mental health. People deal with it differently. Like I've noticed, I've noticed like how I, as I'm growing into adolescent, how I'm dealing with stress and why I was hindering it from like in college, in college and high school. I was using like alcohol and and, and weed and stuff like that. But now, as I'm growing into adult. I'm just like, you know, I got to face my problems and stuff like that. Like, I got to actually address them without, like, suppressing it with uh, alcohol and, and, and weed. So I'm, I'm like, starting to get up, give up weed for at least a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that's just how I feel about it. And honestly, at first, it's just, like, draining. And I just wasn't used to it. But now I'm just like, yeah, no, nah, I need to address it. And, um... With alcohol, I sip here and there, you know, just being an adult and stuff like that, but what's helping me deal with stress, and I'm trying to get rid of this stigma, and I'm using my platform to get rid of the stigma, is I entered into therapy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, entering the therapy and helping me understand how to deal with my life, ever mm-hmm. has traumas and stuff like that, like, I'm not ashamed at the end of the day, like, especially as a heterosexual male. A lot of people want to just uh, hold it in, you know? Mm. Like, if you follow me on TikTok and stuff like that, like, you'll see me talk about, like, certain situations, like, in my life. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to express more to, to go against the stigma, you know? I, I want to be authentic on the platform because I know in the long run, people will be like, at least he was genuine on the platform. He wasn't trying to, like, only trying to, like, sell his impacts to us, mm. only trying to sway us to go on his podcast like if you come here and listen to our podcast or you buy a product from my website that's on you because you saw value in my brand the enigma brand you know what i'm saying and that's just the mystery the mystery behind it but let me just reel back to the mental stress and uh going to therapy it's important it's vital um especially when um you want to grow as a person if you don't address those emotions Mm-hmm. They will definitely, definitely hinder you. In the in like the longer you in wait, the, to the address, longer you wait and address, address those, yeah. I've learned this so many times. I've ruined so many relationships doing this. Like I, I'm learning now, going to age 27. Like it, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm a late bloomer, but at least I'm I'm trying to address it. And hopefully, this podcast will encourage you to address your problems. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm doing this on my podcast because I want, like I want to help people. At the end of the day. 
Like, yeah, obviously I need money to pay the bills. Yeah, like I want to go travel and stuff like that. Like every human does. Like it doesn't mean I'm greedy. It just means like I have other needs too. But in the, the day, if I can help someone, at least one person, that makes me feel good because I know I'm not. I'm giving back to the world. You know what I'm saying? I only have a short time on this planet. So if I can give back to the world and help the next person, that'd be a great thing. Mm. It's, 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 it means a lot to me. Mm. But yeah. uh, how about you, Brian? Going back to what you said about uh, you know seeking therapy is that um, yeah, there is like a stigma here, especially here in the States. Although it is getting better. Uh, I noticed more and more people are starting to become more open to the idea of, you know, seeking that third party help yeah. because uh, it's nice to have somebody that can really help you sort of kind of get out of your rut and kind of get to where you're going, kind of help you build like those bridges to get over those gaps and uh, understanding yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain things you can't talk about with like certain people. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to react. It's not the it's not the people who you're telling how they react in a negative way. They just don't know how to react yeah. because it's such a raw emotion. A lot of people don't know, know how to react to a raw emotion because they have their own raw emotions and they like to deal with it behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. But then when they project certain raw emotions that they'd be dealing behind closed doors in a negative way, people it, it just creates a lot of negative energy. Mm. But if you address it with like a professional, maybe you won't project as much. Mm. Maybe you'll start giving out like good energy, Mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, I also wanted to mention, um, what, uh, reason why, another reason why I thought this would be a good topic to talk about. So, um, as you may know, uh, the famous rapper, uh, Mac Miller passed away over a year ago due to uh, a drug overdose. And I remember with, I think it was either like the following day or maybe like later that weekend, um, J. Cole did a concert uh, where he addressed it. And then uh, he had like this speech about um, mental health and dealing with pain. So he talked about how um, when you have like a newborn child, right? And that child starts crying. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the one of the first things you do? You attend to it. You make sure it's okay. Make sure it's fed. Why is it crying? You try mm-hmm. to figure out why it's crying. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you'll do whatever you can to make sure that baby Not stops it, crying. but yeah, why the baby's crying. It's not it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So you do like whatever you can to make sure that baby stops crying. Like, shh, oh, it's going to be okay. Shh, shh, shh. Um, and that is essentially how we we carry that over to our adult lives. And like, that's how a lot of people deal with their own problems. Like, they, they do the shush sort of uh method when in reality as you, you know you were just saying like it's you have to like really open up be honest with yourself and uh grow as a person like the the shush method you know doesn't work for us because growing up you're you're exposed to really like traumatizing stuff you know some more some are more like gruesome than others but every person you know has like has experienced pain in some way or another. Yeah. No matter how privileged you are growing up, you've always experienced pain. Um, and you know, if you bottle that pain up inside, as you were saying, and it's like, gonna explode. It's gonna explode, especially the longer and longer you go without it. I can say that because it's I've been through that. That's mm-hmm. like that's something I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it, funny you said that 
because the world famous like Joker movie it has this famous quote. Um, I'm I'm a paraphrase it because I don't have it in front of me. It, it just mentions how like in society we treat mental health as if like it doesn't exist in a way. If that if that makes sense, I know I'm paraphrasing. That's not verbatim, but like mental health exists. But in society, we treat it like it doesn't exist. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. just try to act like it's normal. And then if you've seen that Joker movie, if you've seen that scene when Joaquin Phoenix is at the podium with Robert De Niro, and he just had enough of society just beating him down to the point where he's just like, no, you're wrong. I've been through so much. And he just blows the cap out of Robert De Niro's head. That's that's when mental illness is a problem. You can't just ignore that. You can't just shh, shh, no. No, you need to address that. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why Columbine happens. You wonder why Sandy Hooks happens. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's being weird. That the fact that you're trying to shush mental health, it needs to be addressed, mm-hmm. especially with men, because the way men deal with depression is violent. Mm-hmm. It's statistically known. Mm-hmm. Men mm-hmm. don't have support groups. You know what I'm saying? They deal with it by themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the stigma is for both genders. You know, I know women go through, but they have more of a support group. I'm, yeah, because women generally not. I'm not like I don't want to like generalize, yeah. but uh, I know the majority of women are do like with their best friends they do talk about their problems like they talk about what bugs them like what's on their mind like they're not afraid to really like you know get emotional but like men because we have like this what society pushes on us you know this like this like masculinity sort of thing trust me i know i played mm-hmm. sports going all my life competitive sports at that played football rugby brazilian jiu-jitsu i'm a very competitive man i'm a man's man but I know that I have emotional problems, so I'm trying to address it because it's ruined my like connection with people because I try to suppress it and I act funny. And I'm just like, okay, no, I need to address this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that locker room culture, the man's man culture, yeah, I got good friends who are assholes and stuff like that, but like, I just can't talk to them about it because they don't want to open about it. But mm-hmm. certain friends, I know I can't. And that's why I'm going to therapy because like, certain friends, I just don't want to put all that energy to them because they have their own problems mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want to put that weight on that you know what i'm saying yeah. mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like even big crit big crit's a great artist he talks about going to therapy look up his interview you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm at least on this platform we're gonna talk about that stigma mm-hmm. yeah so go ahead yeah and um yeah like just overall men aren't as sort of like push towards really like opening up to each other and you know it really starts to become a problem um and i've noticed that you know with like this you know increase seeming like increase in drug use among the youth i think like now is like the perfect time to really really kind of break down barriers and break down stigmas and really really you know get into uh, what what self care you know really means, and let me emphasize a part of that you know term like self care, 
because at the end of the day, so many people can do so much for you, but you got to care about yourself you first. You have to care about yourself first. Mm -hmm. And we're telling you to care about yourself. We're not telling you to give a fuck. We're telling you to care about yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't have to give a fuck about this topic, but in the, the day, you got to care about yourself. And if you have childhood traumas that you're trying to just, you know, suppress mm -hmm. and go through life, you're going to project that to other people. Mm -hmm. I can talk about that because that's what, something I've been through. And yeah. that's something I'm knowledgeable about. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm addressing it. Because mm -hmm. I'm self-aware to know that. Mm -hmm. But go ahead. But yeah, like, just looking at yourself in the mirror and just understand, like, my road to recovery starts with me. Yeah. It starts with me. Because if I recognize it, I acknowledge it, and then all of a sudden the people that are trying to help me out, just it just feels much more effective. Exactly. Mm. It's Exactly. You hit the nail in the coffin. You know? Mm -hmm. You you got to start with self, like all that. Don't get me wrong. We already said it, right? Like everybody trying to get to the money. All right, like don't get me wrong. Like we all got bills to pay. Mm -hmm. We all have a family to feed. But in the, the day, if you if you're just doing it for them and you're not caring about yourself, you're gonna project things that you didn't even expect was gonna come out of you. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of people can't handle that pressure. The only reason why is because it's such a raw emotion. I know I keep going back to it, but it's such a raw emotion that people are dealing with themselves and their raw emotions. And when you project that out, it just it just comes out ugly. It's yeah. not your fault. It's just they don't know how to respond to something like that. Mm -hmm. You know? And they don't know where it's coming from. Half the time, you don't even know where it's coming from. You just know you're feeling, like, agitated, angry. And you just don't know. That's why you need to figure it out yourself and realize why you need to become in a, a calm state at most times in life because life's going to have up and downs. I just told you I had like a month and a half of just going through stressful situations and stuff like that, but my life just turned like 180. It's like, and the reason why I'm happy is because like, I know that pain and struggle is temporary. I keep forgetting last time pain and struggle was temporary because when it's good, you don't think about it as much. But, like, now, as I'm going to adolescence, I'm just learning from those pain and struggles. It's, like, shaping and molding my mind. And I, I appreciate it. It sucks. Don't get me wrong. But I appreciate it because I know it's making me a better man. You know? Well said. It's making me a better man. And you're addressing it, too, so it's making you a better man. Or, And it's not just about us being better men. You could be a better woman, you know? Like... Just, just better person. Just a know. better person. I, I think it's very important, mm. and I'm glad Brian brought this subject up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when we started this podcast, I didn't like really like put as much thought into it. I just knew it was like a really free like marketing tool. But this, honestly, this podcast is probably like saving my life. It's saving. It's making me a better person and saving my life. Period. Because. Heterosexual male, I already know. Society's not gonna care much about us. You already know men get bashed all the time on social media sites and stuff like that. And we, if we complain too much, being a bitch, or you're too emotional. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. We all have emotions. Now, how you express that emotions as a man? Subjective. How you think about it? But reminds me of one of our earliest episodes: men and emotions. Yes. Yeah. You know, where we talked about toxic masculinity, yep. Yeah. Got some references for you. <laughs> exactly. But um, I think um, 
toxic masculinity, just going back on that subject, because I know we're at 30 minutes in, I'm going to end it, uh, my closing thoughts with that. Um, it's just a culture that's cultivating tradition cultures, but like, it's not toxic. Being toxic is bad, but being a man and just doing man things in appropriate environments, like sports and stuff like that, or like, what else? Uh, going out on group social events with men and just men being men, it's not too bad. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's like, it's not just, it's not bad just to hang out with your boys. You're not going to be toxic all the time with your boys. I think we should emphasize that. Does that make sense? Like, are, are you saying like just like? I feel like men toxic masculinity is generalized, and like it, it tends to be like whatever men does. I think it's it's starting to be bro- broken down as like okay, like just certain fields of what they do, like when it comes to like business and uh, uh, work environments, well, like, sexual harassment. That's when it's bad. But, like, male culture together is not bad. What they say, like, the bad part about, you know, the reason why we call it toxic masculinity, because yeah. it's, like, it's the sort of, like, it's not just about, you know, embracing masculinity. Like, there's nothing wrong with embracing masculinity if that's what you I- identify with. It's more so about, like, the aggressive, uh, um, what do you call it? The de- aggressive... Behavior. No, not behavior, but the aggressive um, disassociation of anything that resembles femininity. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. You know what that's, I mean? Yeah, like you said, true. like there's nothing wrong with going out and having friends, friends with your, your guy yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is wrong is like you sort of like, you know, aggressively, you know, attack anybody who, you know, identifies as masculine, but like embraces something that... Like a that, soft, soft skill or soft like emotion, you know I, I mean? guess. Let yeah. me give you an example. Like say like you, a guy, you know, has, takes a lot of care, has a takes a lot of care with their skin and you know uses like face masks and you know as a society we're taught that using you know, like a face mask is you know a sign of femininity mm. and then so like basically like, the toxic masculinity would come in as like you sort of like you know the the age old like calling that person gay because they're using fem like because they're using face masks which is like you know a, some a trait that is like, when that's actually self-care like mm-hmm. why would you want bumpy skin like, yeah, yeah circling like, his back. It's, like, like, it's part what? of self care. Like, why? Why would you want bumpy skin? Why would you want bumps all mm-hmm. over your face? Like, you know, we should probably like, you know, elaborate on this maybe in like a future episode. Like, talks masculinity in it specifically because I actually, I have some pretty, uh, you know, concrete thoughts about that. Um, I mean, it, I've, I've literally been in that culture. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been. I told you in the last episode, man. I've been called weird. I've been called different. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't care, like, I, I, I might go on a little rant, but, like, it, it's going to a point, like, I've, I grew up playing in competitive sports. I have grew up, like, in that type of culture and stuff like that. I've been called weird. I've been called, like, different for doing different stuff. But I still, like, executed and did semi-well in those sports. And no offense to uh, with gay people, but I'm still, like, a straight male. So it's just, like, I understand that you can still have a soft side as a straight male. I feel like that's not talked about enough. And I feel like if you grew up in that type of environment, you always got to show yourself being a man. So you don't have to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we can make we can make that a whole another yeah. episode if you want. Yeah, we can. I just, um, 
I just wanted to break that stigma, like just from this episode, because this episode is going to come out, and we'll we'll do another episode because he has his ideas about it, and I want him to share yeah. it. Yeah, and we we can elaborate it further. Yeah, exactly. All right, folks, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's my closing thoughts, and obviously that was segue to another episode. But uh, you're not weird for going and get help for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not weird for for trying to improve yourself physically for yourself, not to impress other people with like a nice six packs and all that. Like we, we have friends who go in competition, lose a lot of weight and look great. And because they got like second or third place in that competition, they get a little bit down and then they get fat again. Mm. It's like a short term goal. Like mm-hmm. if you really want to have like a healthy body, like a healthy uh, uh, a mind you you gotta see it in the long term, you know, mm. it, and that's hard. Losing weight's easy. Maintaining that weight loss and being disciplined with your body is hard. It's because it's a, it's a lifestyle change. It's a lifestyle change. It's a yeah a lifestyle. Like 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 you said, it's not a short term lifestyle. Ch- it's not a short term change. It's a lifestyle change. Like you have to change how you operate on a day to day basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just takes time knowing yourself, which means you may fail, which means you may relapse. But as long as you keep going and striving to be disciplined and understand that you want your body to look a certain way. And be honest with yourself. There you go. That I was just going to get to the mental part. Being honest with yourself. Knowing your weaknesses. Everybody talks about working on your strength. I agree. But ignoring your weaknesses is going to be your downfall. You know, I, I made a TikTok talk about like embracing your insecurities. I don't give, like, and one of my examples was uh, talking white. Like, I'm being honest. Like, I grew up a lot of people, uh, a lot of people think I, I um, talk, like, in Western culture. I grew up in that culture. You know what I'm saying? I'm African. I'm, Niger- like, I'm Nigerian-American. You feel me? Like, I embrace that, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I get pulled over by a cop, he's seeing me as a black man. He's not seeing me as a, as a person who just talks white. He's going to. Civil and stuff like that. I don't know what that cop's thinking. Like, I, I'm just as paranoid. Like, my tongue is not going to save me. All the money in the world is not going to save me. I'm not saying all cops are bad. I'm just saying, like, you got to understand your insecurities should not hinder you from being honest with yourself. Stop trying to cover it up. Because you're not just fooling people out there, you're fooling yourself. What DJ Cali said. Congratulations. You played, you played yourself. yourself. You feel me? Like, don't do not do that. And the reason why I'm coming at that angle is because I've done that so many times. I'm not trying to sit on the pedestal and be like, don't play yourself. All right? don't ever, I've, I've done that too. But I'm, I'm starting to realize and seeing that, like, that's not helping. It doesn't matter what other people think. That's not helping me. But yeah, what's your closing mm-hmm. thoughts, Brian? I mean, I just wanted to share that J. Cole story because uh, I thought that was really important. And, you know, uh, rest in peace to all of those. Because uh, we've had, like, a recent string of rappers and, like, you know, uh, young celebrities that have uh, lost their lives to, uh, like, whether it be, like, overdosing. or. Just, and now like, people are scared about Post Malone. It's just like... Yeah, I did read that like, the news story. It's but just, he just went on, like, at a concert and was like, yeah, I'm, I'm great. Life is good. Uh, I'm I mean, just living could, life we, right now. You can see it. But, I mean, he, I don't think he's all happy. 
He may be going through not. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, mean, I see in his face. I know what depression looks like. I have depression. I've been diagnosed with it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, the same time he's working through it. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Just, everybody's different. It's, normal is subjective at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Normal is subjective. You're not weird because you want to take care of yourself. You're not weird if you... If you have down moments, that's part of life. Just just be honest with yourself. That's all that matters. You don't you don't need acceptance from others. Like don't be weird and you know, touch kids and no don't do that shit. None of that dumb shit. But I'm saying like be real with yourself so you can be real with others. So you can live a life of abundance and to the fullest. Well said. And with that, I think it's a good time we sign off here. Yeah. You know, we had a great discussion today. Um, I'm glad uh, we were able to get these thoughts out. Because um, I thought that this was a pretty uh, timely uh, discussion, very timely subject. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad, so, uh, I'm glad we did this. Social media stuff is here. I'm pointing to it because I put it in the video and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to email us. Like, You guys help us with content, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Our audience members help us with content, too. Whatever our you DM, want to talk. Our DMs are open. DMs are open, too. Like, You can email the podcast. You can uh, DM Brian. You can DM me. I'm going to talk to a lot of people, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, you Because know, at the end of the day, that's a core part of this podcast. You know, Get discussion going. And we want to bring value to you. Like, the end of the day, like I want to, I want to create a value system, like value to value. You find mm-hmm. value in our pod, we find, uh, I find value in the content. You know what I'm saying? Value, value system. I feel like that's just a long term system that's just gonna go a long way. You know what I mean? Mm. But um, yeah. So we're gonna sign off. Till next time. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Ryan, sign us out. Uh, you know you'll see all.